cliffcentral.com. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Oh, welcome to the Fashion Lab show and thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is like literally our 50th week of this year. Uh, my name is Lizzo Gumba Regisford, your host. And on today's show, we're going to be just talking and sharing some of our highlights throughout uh, the industry uh, this year. Now, it's been a long, like I said, 50 weeks so far with two more weeks left. Yeah, I think two more weeks left. But, you know, for me, to be honest with you, I think it's been a beautiful year for me. I hope that it has been even better for most of you who are tuned in. Now, I believe that this is the month where reflection is key. I think you need to sit down, look through what you've been able to achieve, celebrate every moment of it, and then obviously also look through what you'd like to achieve uh, next year and don't drink too much wine. You might just miss the, you might miss the memo, <laughs> miss you know? The train. <laughs> yes. Life is not promised, but since we made it to this day, we might as well plan and pray that all we dream of and envision can come to pass. Now, before I get on each individual's journey who will be sharing with us, and I mean my squad, uh, right here in the studio, uh, we want to share some of the highlights that we've also experienced individually and also generally on the, on behalf of the industry. Now, I want to introduce um, our special guests and our special guests today will be our very own. We are joined by Morag Stein, who's our internationally accredited beauty consultant and makeup artist. She is not just going to be glamming up the show today. Today, we want to just honestly focus on just conversations all through the show because we just want to share some of our highlights, what we've really enjoyed uh, throughout this year. Morag, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So what are you wearing, madam? I'm wearing a beautiful tasseled, of course tasseled, I must just add on to that, um, a beautiful camel tasseled um, top, just very easy, it's a nice light chiffon, it's boiling hot here in Joburg as always this time of the year, and just a super nice, um, like a light skinny um, denim jean with some sandals. Wow, that is creativity to its best. And I will tell you, my lovely listeners, why that is creativity. Now, I would love to also welcome to the show uh, our New York contributor, Edgy Benson, with his Echoes from New York. Edgy runs a new New York fashion services company, which is based in New York, sourcing services to fashion houses and fashion designers. Welcome again to the show, Edgy. Thank you, Liz. How are you? Uh, we are fine, thank you. And from our last week's promise, what are you wearing today and what's inspiring the look? Today I am wearing, just like I promised you, I'm not wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a pair of jog pants, men's, well, you might call them jeans. I probably can't escape from jeans, but they are jog jeans um, and, a, and, and, a, and an overcoat. <laughs> but, yeah. oh, okay, thank you very much. It's, it's cold in New York. Yeah, but we are just happy to know that you're not wearing jeans, so it's it's great to know that you are. And Liz, you what are, are you wearing today? Today I am wearing a beautiful all-white two-piece uh, sort of um, ensemble. So this ensembles are very rare. You hardly see me wear these, but I just wanted to feel fresh and white. And uh, I wanted something nice, sophisticated, simple, but still very comfortable because I'm going somewhere after this. I'll tell you where I'm going. Anyway, right. and then just a quick reminder for those of you who are tuned in, uh, my favorite segment at the end of our show is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's. Uh, that is our glass of wine. Keep your tweets coming at Fashion Lab AF. Share with us your thoughts around some of uh, your African fashion industry highlights this year or whatever it is that you really are burning to share about something that really went well uh, within your fashion space this year. Um, I would now... Um, like us to go straight to the matters at hand. And, uh, I mean, through this year, we've had the opportunity to talk about a lot of different elements that affect our day-to-day fashion business runnings. And uh, I want to just have this conversation with my two uh, friends in studio today and just really, like, talk about some of the highlights uh, this year. Uh, I'm going to go straight into Edgy, or we could start with Morag, but just let's just talk. as Let's talk. I mean, we spoke about... I'm just going to do a quick run. We did a few uh, really key um, essential topics for me. I'm not saying there's a week that there's really a bad topic. I think everything relates mm-hmm. to us. At the end of the day, Echo Fashion was very cool. We had Luna in studio earlier this year uh, with Dominique Lagrange uh, talking Echo mm. Fashion. One of my favorite topics this year was fashion etiquette, which also was mm. very cool because we had uh, 
entrepreneur and etiquette coach over two, 12 years experience um, of protocol and etiquette, uh, Tidimalo Kobani. We also had Jacqueline Whitmore. Then we touched on fashion branding as well as we went down. I mean, speaking to Timothy Maurice and obviously... We all know Tim and how he goes down. I mean, talking and branded, host of Unbranded, who was just also really bringing in that spiel and really opening up our minds around fashion branding and how we can make it um, even more effective when it comes to our businesses. Then we had Managing Stress. Oh, my gosh. Someone please get me that book or something because this is that time of the year. Um, <clears throat> sitting down with Bridget Edwards, her book Stress Gone, talking about how even the fabric that we wear can contribute to our stress levels. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, I must just add does. in, you know, um, I mean, I'm sure some of you know that I, I do these meditation courses once a week, or I attend them. I don't host them. And it's so interesting um, what the teacher was saying is that, you know, fabric carries memory as well. So from when it's, say, the cotton is sewn and weaved and, you know, however it's produced, um, you know, sometimes those, the people doing this, they don't have the best lifestyles. And then you'll get like whoever, um, Versace or, you know, whatever using the fabrics or Liz, you using the fabrics. Um, and the fabric holds memory. So it's very important that the way that you sell your clothes, you know, you actually, I know it sounds crazy, but you're actually selling it with love. And it's almost like you speak to your garments. And I know you do, Liz, you know, you, you put that energy into your garments and that's how, you know, and I fully, I'm a strong believer in it that if you, if you really do that with your garments, you will sell them because they're not holding all this negativity. Um, so yes, absolutely. Wow. The stress gone for me was that, um, fabric options like linen, mm. um, expose you to less stress. That was very, very unbelievable, mm. but it is the reality. Yeah. And then, so sometimes what I also realized, like, especially this time of the year, now we are talking highlights and it's only now that I'm thinking, gosh, I should have actually won, put on some linen and just come in here <laughs> looking creased up, but you know, but feeling stress free and feeling free. So I think that was, that stress, uh, topic was, was, was crucial because I think the industry generally and the way that we hustle is already can come and really take a toll on us. So mm. what we wear and how how breathable it is can also uh mm-hmm. you know contribute to how we actually manage our stress levels. Absolutely. <clears throat> um you guys also remember we spoke and touched on fashion media with uh, Shreba Media. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And I think that it was also very yes. cool because um, fashion media for me, what I also realized was that uh, it's very, it's something very important. And I think as Africa, we need to be able to find ways to leverage that more, even just within the continent, because uh, the fashion media creates or, or, or plays a very big role when it comes to uh, how we could, how consumers consume um fashion but also how businesses run uh you know uh, within the continent i don't know what your thoughts are but i thought that was also a very um interesting topic just to kind of shake our brains and really encourage um you know fashion entrepreneurs who want to get into that media space to also get into it and really get moving and it's important mm. it's important that you're on this platform you know people i don't know what some people think they you know they just wake up one day and they think let's take the world by storm <laughs> think again mm, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> Then we spoke about fashion, image, and styling. Um, gosh, can't remember yeah. the guest's mm-hmm. name. That was also very good. Um, uh, textile industry. Anyone remember that? With te- Weber. Yeah. With Jai, uh, yeah. yeah, it was Teresa. Yes. Weber. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was very good. I think for me, like, it's just been the depth of experience, like the depth, the richness of the panels that we've had over the year. Like, Every, every, you almost, you always, like, you go away thinking, oh my God, this was a better show than the last one because the panelists <laughs> were, were always just so good. And it's so, it's so refreshing being out here and seeing all that depth in Africa. It was so, I was so proud of it, you know? Yeah. I think that's very cool. And um, I don't know what's happening, but we will definitely reignite these conversations also with Weber. What I also w- would, uh, like I say, if I was an outsider listening to Fashion Lab every week, every week, I would actually be so rich in my knowledge and my journey would be a bit more enriched because there's conversations that nobody else is having that we actually have here. And I think that that uh, is really to kind of show the value and the importance of having this media um, platforms to be able to share 
and have these conversations. Uh, Africa Fashion Development Initiatives was also a very strong one as well. We had Roberta Anan, we had uh, Alina, yes. we also had, uh, uh, I think we had Alina, Roberta, and somebody else, can't remember. Yeah. But that. I think what, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think like, when you listen, when you're out here, like I'm in New York and I'm listening, Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, it opens up Africa to you. Like it mm-hmm. opens up Africa to me in a way that I never thought. Like the, the capabilities, like just what we have on the ground is just amazing. Like the, the people have all these amazing snippets of knowledge that I thought, oh, I want to tell them about all the, all of these things. But when I'm listening to them, I'm, I'm like, you know, they already know all these things, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if you guys remember on a lighter note, Art on Fashion with uh, Lubna Ayuche Kombala. So we had, uh, and we also spoke to the Empress uh, Diane Regisford, who's my sister-in-law. Mm. But that yes, Art on yes, Fashion, I remember that. yes, the Art on Fashion was also a very cool element when it comes to the fashion industry and how um, artists are actually extending that arm and actually applying this now onto or applying it on their fabrics or. Uh, incorporating it into their fabric design uh, T-shirts mm-hmm. and whatever it is, but it's a uh, it's interesting, and that's where we even said fashion is uh, art is fashion and fashion is art because really how where do you draw the line? Um, there there never is a line; it continues forever. That that was a uh, that was very that was very refreshing, and personally, I would love to see more of that uh, happening in the continent as well. I know that it's happening um, everywhere else in a bigger way. Uh, where a lot of artists are now uh, collaborating with designers. Um, it's also very um, empowering when you're an artist and a designer at the same time, like yeah, uh, yeah. Aluche, who, who's doing her own things. So um, I think uh, let's just uh, let's just say retail industry was also an interesting conversation, and this was more of a glance with Regina Gwynn, um, and that was very uh, crucial because it was. Uh, sort of kind of looking at where the retail industry is and where it's going, but from her U.S. perspective, which, like I said, still uh, we still have to understand mm. what's going on on the other side of the world. Uh, if the retail game is actually flopping there, what makes us think it's going to be any different here? It's just a matter of time because obviously uh, we're operating a bit behind uh, mm-hmm. the schedule, but everything is going to happen the way it happens either way. So I think that was also uh, a good glance of where she started, what she started with, and where yes. all of these big department stores uh, have gone to, what's happened, like how people are now focusing more and honing into the smaller boutiques and uh, the online space. So there's a lot of... Um, very rich, uh, um, empowering information mm. um, around. I think f- for me, there was something else. You know, when we had the topic about arts and arts and fashion, mm-hmm. like it, it just dawned on me, like originally fashion was an art, right? Mm. Yeah. And then now it's become so commercial that you're struggling to make the bridge between the two, right? Mm. So I was thinking, <laughs> so that whole, that whole conversation like got me really thinking like, when did fashion become more like away from art? Mm. You know? Because it is when one and the same thing. Mm. Yeah, Just like when did it start? Yeah, when did it start to be so commercial that we lost the arts part of it? And then <laughs> you think, you know, in Africa, they are still doing it from a very artistic point, you know? Mm. Like there's not a lot, there's a lot less commercial influence just because the corporates are not so active in Africa, you know. Mm. So you think, you know, it, it, we may be backwards, but in Africa, fashion actually does enjoy like unspoiled freedom, you know. Yes. In a sense, yes. you know. Very true. Yeah. So, Very true. Yeah. Very it true. did get me thinking about that. And uh, we remember the natural organic cosmetic industry. Mara, you remember yes, that? With yes, yes. Of Mali Cosmetics. That was also very refreshing because we gave, uh, we've also expanded. Fashion is more than just dresses and clothes. And that's what I love about our show is that we actually open up this uh, conversation so wide uh, for everybody to be able to tap into because the beauty industry coincides with the fashion industry in a way like a yin and a yang that you can't separate mm-hmm. the two. But they coexist 
uh, very nicely together. Mm. I must just also add on to that. Um, you know, the I've obviously been doing some research for the year ahead, and um, you know, changing lifestyles are driving the global industry care products, um, which is forecasted to reach by 2017 265 billion. And then the demand for beauty, um, specifically organic products, is um, expected to bring an extra $13 billion in by 2018. So, you know, the, the fact that people are going natural, it's a real thing. It is happening. Um, you know, the, obviously the, the top um, sort of high-end um, organic products, your skincare products come first, um, and then your personal care products followed by hair and then um, cosmetic segments. And it's also expected that cosmetics alone um, in the organic sort of range is expected to grow at a rate of 9.9% in 2017. So that is like, you know, we, we need to start looking at the bigger picture here, um, ideally, because that's really where the money is. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, now, we also uh, touched on Fashion Weeks as usual because we are not, um, diff- we're not, we cannot exist without them. But uh, I remember we were so high on New York Fashion Week. We were high on Mercedes-Benz Africa Fashion Week, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Johannesburg Fashion Week. We were high on SA Fashion Week. We spoke with Jan Milan. We connected with Lucila. Then we went back to the New York market, the Bibus, the 3S4s. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and it was a very interesting period. And I remember you guys, we almost didn't know what to do during that period. Because it was so hard to split ourselves apart because it was like back to back. It's like now fashion yes. is happening, then fashion week, then fashion week, then fa- fashion week yes. just happened. You know, and the, the, I must say, um, the, the most difficult thing for me through that time was because in Africa we're literally a season behind, mm. it's so difficult to keep up with what's happening in New York, makeup mm. and beauty wise, and then come back here and then go back there and back here and back there. So, but it, it, what an amazing experience. And I think all of us were on such a high. Um, mm. During that time as yeah. well, you know, mm. and I think that I think, the yeah, I, I um, no, I, yeah, I think no. also Edgy, uh, and I'll let you also just share that is the experience we had in New York as well. The respect we had, um, the coverage that we had was also just on a whole new level. It was, uh, it was just special, and uh, we got to really connect with um, game players who are playing. You may not, you may not have heard of them if you don't know. Google them for real. Like I can't tell you anything. Thank God Google's free. I know, but uh, yes, but the idea <laughs> is to be able to just tap into. I mean, we connected with such so many different stakeholders in the industry who are doing things. Uh, in the industry, uh, some of them are doing them differently. And what's unique is that everybody at the end of the day wants to win. That's the bottom line mm. for everyone. Mm. But it's the method that, you know, could be a bit different. It's the so many yes. different concepts. But at the yes. end of the day, all you want to do is make sure yes. that you make good fashion and you're able to sell it affordably. Mm. You're able to get a good following. You're able to get people who really enjoy the products products, and your products make them really feel um, great. Edgy, you can also add on to that because you... Obviously, we're all in the business. Yeah, Le- yeah. No, just to go back to what Morag was saying about, like, you know, during you get to see, like, during Fashion Week, there's this struggle to 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 get the message across. You know, there is the fashion, and then there's the message. So, the, some designers that they're, they're so they're so like so bent on their message that they want to whether it's an environmental message or a social message. So just that whole, you get so totally messed in everything, you know, that whole fashion week thing, like you see where, you know, there are shows where they're just, they're showing the clothes. There are shows where it's more intellectual and they're showing more than the clothes. They're showing a message. And it's, 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 it was really cool. I think the respect, like you said, in New York was really, really nice to see that, to, to, the way they opened up to fashion, to, to fashion lab was just—I mean, it surprised me, you know, because we've never been here, and it was great to see. Mm. I think for me, another lesson learned is I wasn't as surprised as you were because. Uh, when I grew up, my, the way I grew up, my parents stopped me and my dad is specifically, he's like, listen, honey, if you're going to the world, there's lions, you better go there with your spear and your arrow and go and go and take over. You go, if you're alive in this world, and I was telling some friends, my, my, my friend's sister, um, my friend's son and daughter came to help me yesterday package stuff because I really was short staffed and I needed help. 
And I, mm. and one of them plays the drum, one of them plays the the guitar, uh, the piano. So I'm asking the piano one. I'm asking Alex. Her name is Alex. I said, Alex, how is your piano playing? You know, maybe I should get you should get together with your auntie here so we can make some gigs. She's like, I only do it for fun. I was like, honey, today's a new day. Wake up! Don't waste space in the world. If you're not doing things in to to that excellent level, you should really pack your bag and go home. Yes. And I don't know which home because in this world where we live in, you go big or you go home, and you do it in do it with so much excellence that nobody can say. It means that if Morag is makeup and you don't have Morag, you almost want to die because you're like, that's the person I want. So let's not waste space. When we stepped into New York, we stepped in and we took over the territory because this world is our space. It's our and play, you know what, what when people tell me, oh, I just do something for fun. I'm like, well, then what's the rest of your life? Do you hate doing what you're doing? Why are you not just making money from your fun? You know what I'm saying? And I really feel that on the show, all of us involved with what we do, we, we're making this our passion, our career, and, you know, we're living off of it. Um, and it's so important. You cannot go through life doing stuff for fun. Every day needs to be fun. And know? even if you do it for fun, mm. I think the key thing is do it on a level that leave, makes you – nobody has monopoly over any knowledge in this game. However, you do yours to a point where – when people mention your name, it's like, yes, that is it or nothing. Yes. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yes. And, and the truth is you, you still need to have fun while you're doing stuff. Just don't waste space in this world. There's no space. Mm. People are just, it's, there's no space. There's too much pollution. Just don't waste space and existence. It's very, very true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very true. I mean, like in, in fashion, especially right now with social media and everything, you have so much power to get out there, mm. you know? Mm. So you don't actually have to. You may think what you're doing is not great, but you have this exposure to these millions of people through social media that you're going to be surprised. The people who are like minded like you out there who like what you're doing. So you just go out there and do it, you know. Hmm. And and that's another thing that I tell my assistants. You know, sometimes they look at me like a head in, uh, sorry, a deer in headlights, and I just say to them, just do it, hmm. just do it. Hmm. You have to just do it. You cannot be asking questions. Hmm. Just do it. You know, hmm. and and yeah, that's what happens. And wow. yeah. So for Africa and the rest of the world who's listening, it's, you cannot be walking in half stepping. You walk in properly or you go home because guess what? There's 55 and a half, 55,000 of you who want to do what you're doing. The same thing. Who may not even have that opportunity. And uh, if you're waiting for the government, now for you, I don't know. We've already spoken about those things. Mm-hmm. If you're waiting for funding, funding, I don't know who funding is, which bus they were coming on. Maybe the bus didn't arrive. What's your other plans? I think it's about really taking uh, taking control of what you're doing. Get on your band, work on, and just please drive your car. And like, just shut up and drive like Rihanna says, right? Like, shut up and drive. Seriously. Absolutely. So, guys, remember the morning after the fashion design competition? I should have not said it all. People are like, mm, morning after. That was also a very interesting topic. Um, yeah. And I think uh, that was a reassurance for people who are skepti- skeptical about getting into competitions. That, you know, you can yes. get into these competitions because you never know. We, so we sat here with, with competition winners who have achieved so yes. much more just out of that. Yeah. Yeah, because art is, I mean, fashion, again, it's art and it's so individual. Like, so your, your designs are your point of view, you know, mm-hmm. so nobody has that point of view except you, unless you copied it from someone, you know, <laughs> but if, if, if it's, if it's truly your point of view, just mm. go out and show and just showcase it because you just never know, mm. you know, you just never know. Guys, remember yeah. the diamonds and the fashion as well? Yes. With uh, Scarlett Ooh. and all the people. A girl's base trend, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good uh, yeah. conversation. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say much about it, but I'm doing something. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Dot, it's, dot, it's dot. Yeah, but it's, you know <laughs> what it is? <laughs> yeah, but you know what, guys? What's inspired, What's cool is that we can get inspired here in our show, talking in the show... And go and in like six months be saying, yes. this is my product out of that conversation because that's what it birthed. So I think that's power to us. I will not kiss and tell, however. Uh, social uh, commerce. <laughs> Does anyone remember social yes. commerce with uh, Christopher Augustine? Yes. Mm. That was, uh, he, was, he was good, though. And have you seen what he's doing with Amazing. FYI Online? No. Amazing. 
He's, uh, I mean, no, he's I, just I, I building. Haven't followed, I haven't followed him. Follow him now him. again to just see <laughs> that boy is on fire. Yeah, and you know, it's so, and, and what I love about him, you know, as I'm sure, I don't know if the listeners will remember, but I certainly do, is that he started the hustle by himself. And he Google. is still <laughs> on YouTube the hustle. Yeah, he, I mean, he literally, like, he YouTubed how to make a website. I mean, how hilarious. But, and I can totally respect that because, you know, all of us, I didn't just wake up and start doing makeup. You know what I'm saying? I t- took a very bumpy path to, to get where I am. And, I, and the hustle's real. And I've been, you know, the assistant on a shoot and I know how it feels and I can totally respect that, you know, so it's really, and the way that he's helping and developing other people in the industry who might not be so talented, um, you know, to use their intuition and to use their common sense. It's amazing. So it big is. ups to him. Big up to him. Big up. <laughs> and no, he was good. He was good. And, and like I said, yeah. uh, also for those of our listeners, um, including you, Edgy, just, just touch base. Like sometimes it's just touch base to see what, where someone is so far. Uh, just touch base onto FYI online and see what, uh, Christ- Christopher Augustine is doing because he's amazing. I think he's one of the innovators in this continent. Yeah. I still, I follow up on, yeah, I follow up on, but I haven't checked on that guy. So I'm going to check on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then does anyone remember the celebrity endorsements conversation? Yes, with Weza Solange was, yes. and, Maps and Sheila. Yeah, Solange was in my town last week. Wasn't yes. It? yes, I saw. Yes. <laughs> Did you manage to meet up with her? No, no, in his town no. in, in, in the village. Oh, town. oh sorry, I missed the memo home. there. <laughs> Not that town. Not Another that town. town. <laughs> mm. She was in Calaba. Yeah, and you know, just getting back to that, um, once again, so important. Um, you know, you can either make the best of it or make the worst of it, really. And I think that if there are brands out there looking for celebrities, just make sure that they resonate with your brand and do a little DIY background search because Let's sometimes stuff crawls out and then they're on your brand and yeah, <laughs> dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Let's just say, uh, for me, one of the things I took away that I still want to really emphasize on too is don't be a brand endorse, endorsement whore. Don't be a, yes, don't, yes. don't, don't, don't be the whore. Don't yes. do that. Don't 100%. do that. You can't have John 100%. Peter, Tyrone and Ken. Yes. Just, just be careful and be selective because you actually become even stronger and more attractive because you are conserving yourself. Remember you're a brand too. Yes. So when yes. you're going with yes. Pep, you've got Mr. Price, you've got Zara, you've got, I don't know, Virgin Active, you've got who, mm. we're tired, we're it's confused. Too much. You've it's got Milo. Uh-uh. You know, and I, and I also, you know, with me, Liz, um, you know, a lot of makeup brands send me their products and they, they do want to endorse me. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I don't resonate with your brand. And, um, you know, for those who know, um, I am an ambassador for Smashbox, um, South Africa. And I truly, I love sleep and eat the brand. I love it. And I feel that if you're going to be endorsing a brand, Say, for instance, like a Virgin Active or whatever, you, you cannot be endorsing Virgin Active and you don't and go you to the don't gym. Even <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't work no, like no, that. So you, that. you as the, as the endorser or endorsee need to resonate with, you know, with your vision and take it and take it places and, and it needs to be a brand that you truly collaborate with for the right reasons as well. And, yeah. and patience, wait. It yes, doesn't, it will if come. You don't, it will come. Yes, we've seen these things. They come and fall on your lap. In fact, they don't fall. They lightly just slide in quietly and comfortably. You don't even have to be like, ouch, what was that? So don't run to Milo when you've got something bigger coming. Please. Yeah. And it's a marriage, you know. I mean, the brand and the foot and, and, and the designer. And nobody's going to get married to someone that, that don't feel completely free. Yes. Well, the world's know? different these days, yeah. but yeah, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's take that ideally, one ideally, right? Yeah. But it is, it is a very, it is a, it is ultimately a marriage of, mm. of, of, you know, like there's, there's a, there's a synergy there in, in what the brand wants and what you want. You know, and then it, it really works. But it's a very powerful tool, though. Mm. Yes. So and, and, just to, and, and just to add on to what Edgy is saying, for those who respect the institution of marriage, because obviously some people think you can just marry Ken in the morning and then call him and say it didn't work out. Yeah. So yeah. this is for very serious people who understand commitment. It's not a, it's not a joke. It's not mm. the, high, yeah. the high street. It's, 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 it's very definitely serious. a commitment. 
Now, do we remember f- the fashion brand management with uh, Leon Hasbrook, uh, Gilmore T? That was also a very fun show, but also very real when it comes to just brand management. Does anyone remember yes, that? Yes, 100%. I absolutely yeah, love Leon. He is hysterical. <laughs> and um, once again, he's he's true to who he is, which I can really appreciate. So even though he's representing all these amazing brands and doing what he does for them, he's like, listen, this is me and either you on the train or you, it's going to leave you behind. Mm-hmm. And I think it has left a lot of people behind. So, you know, yeah, if you, he, some he people, good. yeah, they're looking back at Leon going, you know, I should have jumped on the wagon and they didn't. And big ups to him as well mm-hmm. for doing what he does in mm-hmm. the industry. Mm-hmm. I think being honest uh, in, yeah. this spa- in this game and space is, is crucial. So being honest and understanding who you are. And that's why uh, Leon is a person who will be like, okay, we'll be like, hi, do you want to share your dits? He's like, no, I'm done. And we're closed for business. And it was so funny. On the show, he was like, literally, I am closed for business. I'm done. I have enough clients. I'm happy. You know, (laughs) it was really funny. And I mean, who says that? (laughs) Yeah, who says that? Everyone, everyone's like, come, come, come. I need more. I need more. You know, beautiful. The African fashion curriculum also was quite fresh with Desiree Small. Uh, do you guys remember? I think that was so important, though. That was was such a great show because it's almost like the reason we have Fashion Lab, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to educate and, and encourage the growth of fashion, it was so rudimentary, like so at the base of everything. Mm. And because, I, I mean, a lot of designers don't go to school, but for those who go to school, I mean, that's the curriculum sets them up, you know? Uh, yes. I thought a lot of designers go to school. Edgy, which world? Is that what's happening in that no, side no, of the no. world? A lot, a lot, a lot of this, a lot of people are just so talented. They don't need school. They actually get out of school when they go, when they're in fashion school. They are just so good. They just wow. do internships and get out. Is that I what mean, happens it, in New York? Seriously. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know, when you are an artist, the, the fashion schools, they are there to, to give you structure you know yes. but some people they are just really good at, at, at it they, they don't have to you know i you think know? it's also um with me you know uh, a lot of and i and i love to say it because I, it's really something close to my heart that when a, a aspiring makeup artist comes up to me and says listen you really a role model for me um i feel so like almost speechless. I don't know what to say, you know, because it's, it's not a reality for me yet. You know, I feel, mm. yes, I've done a lot in my career, but I still want to do more, you know. So, mm. um, you know, and then they always say to me, where did you start? And I I didn't go to makeup school. Um, mm. You know, it's just, as I say, like, unfortunately, I was just born with that gift and I'm using my gift to. Fortunately. Yeah, you know, yeah, fortunately. And um you know, yes, I did study special effects, but, you know, in the African market on this continent, there isn't, you know, there isn't an industry for that to say. So I had to go into beauty makeup and, you know, and I love it. I love it now. So it's really um, just to, there are options out there. And I don't think, I think it's good to have a base. You know, you need discipline in what you do. So school isn't a yeah. bad thing. Um, but yeah, if you're talented, go for it, you know. It's nice. Yeah. That was very good. That was yeah, I mean, even today, you know, we're listening to Sylvan. I mean, he he just picked up the, the camera and he fell in love with it. Mm. And, uh, mm. and then know, Oprah so found he, him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and the talent was there for people to see, you know. And, yes. Yeah. And uh, lastly, I want us to just also remember the uh, buzzeries and grants conversation we had last week with uh, Dr. Judith Lamini and uh, Hert. Yeah. Gert. 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 Gert Johan Kutsia. Okay, there you go. Uh, Edgy, can you try and, and just quickly pronounce that so we get it all right? Three is good. Hayat. Okay, no. Okay, let's just. But you know what? You know what? What Hayat is doing with uh, Dr. Judy uh, for, um, and Dr. Judy is now, the connection is luminance, is amazing mm. because they're giving opportunities to uh, a lot of, uh, you know, young creative people who really don't have a way to pay uh, their way up um, yes. to be able to yes. learn or acquire skills and stuff like that. So I think what they're doing is beautiful. I, I hope that what they're doing can also ignite something in those other people, including ourselves, to be able to always think about 
that other person as we continue to climb up the ladder. Mm. I think it's very refreshing. And I think for me, the sense of fulfillment when you give is yes. amazing. And what you get back when you give, don't just go giving Africa because you want to receive. Just just do it with a good spirit. It will come yes. back to you. And the sense of fulfillment, I think, will be great. And like I said, I admire what they're doing. I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not able to give anyone that yet, but it's, it's coming. And, and I think that is our responsibility as fashion industry leaders in this continent is we have to do that. We have to find a way to put it into our agenda. We have to, have we to, hundred percent. And it's our responsibility. You know, and I even I said I would love to offer, um, you know, not necessarily just a makeup artist or just a hairstylist. You know, I think it's something that, um, you know, us as Fashion Lab could do. We can we can make it work. You know, but, yeah. But I think every stakeholder in the industry who's yeah. listening, who's growing, because we are all growing. Let's yes, be honest. Yes. We are, and we are blessed yeah. for that. We're not stagnant. We every time I speak to Morag, every time I check mm. with Edgy, every time I check with a lot of people in my circle there is more growth there is yes. more more success so i think that yeah. as we grow just consciously we have to put yeah. it into our journey. and i and i also i i don't like to see people struggling i'm just like why don't make life difficult for yourself you know and, and i, I re- genuinely like helping people but they need to put in the commitment as well i cannot give and I mean, like, you know like right now i'm having like this amazing uh Thing because there's a there's a Ghanaian girl who is studying fashion marketing. She's doing her MBA, and she's uh, interning with me. And it's just so amazing. Like I get this wonderful feeling just seeing her understand the industry a little bit, learning a little bit about it. And I'm thinking, it, it's so nice. I mean, what if I could just have her keep her, uh, have her work with me? And how enriching that would be, like one more African who knows about the industry and is is active in the industry, you know, at a level that is helpful, yes. you know. So, yeah, we, 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 we can. I mean, there's a lot that we can do. And Fashion Lab itself has so much that it can do. And I think we're doing a lot with just the conversations, you know. I think these conversations have been helpful to people. And as we continue... Uh, to add all these other things that we want to add, whether it's conferences, internships, incubation programs. I think we are going to do a lot. I see us doing a lot in the coming years for, for fashion in Africa. Mm. You know, thank you guys. So I want to just quickly, uh, before we roll over to Morag, who's going to give us a top 10 of her 2016 when it comes to, uh, looks, whatever it's going to be. Mm. Um, I would like, uh, maybe I'll start with Edgy, uh, and then get to Morag and then I, I will go last. But I just need you to share with uh, our listeners three of your highlights, personal achievements or highlights that you would say you've been able to achieve this year. And I think for me, uh, we don't really sit down and talk about us on this show. We normally want to talk to people about what they're doing and what we can do collectively or collaboratively in this game. But I still think that um, as your hosts, as people that speak to you and connect with you on a weekly basis, uh, for this 52 weeks again for this year mm. it's been a long year it's been a beautiful year but I'd love uh, to just touch base on some of our uh, you know just to listen and touch base on some of our achievements or our highlights this year personally so Edgy we'll start with you I just need top three your top three I think my my top three would have to be um, early early this year um, around February we finished the first African designer who came to New York to intern. And she was attached with a couple of really big designers here. And she's gone back now. And I saw her last collection and you could see how it reflects the knowledge that she picked up. So that, that made me feel so good. And I would say second to that was just being involved with Fashion Lab has been a big highlight for me this year. Just, I think it's given me an, like this opportunity to even look inside of myself and say, you know what, I know a few things that I can share. And I, you know, it's this wonderful group of people that I'm able to work with and talk to every day. 
And it's just been so enriching for me and it's so validating in terms of what we know and what we can all bring. Mm -hmm. So that has been a major highlight. And then the other has just, just, just been my personal growth in, 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 with the business, with developing ideas for designers. And I, I have a particular project that I really, really love. I mean, the, the denim project with, 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 with Liz was so cool because it allowed Liz to see what I do and to, to validate when I say we develop ideas, we can manufacture ideas, and we can, you know, help African designers to, 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 to offer a product that is competitive across the world. And so that was that was that was uh, that was a big project for me because it's it's like coming home. So it was a big highlight for me. Wow! Thank you, Edgy. Um, Mora, can we just have your three highlights, or at least your top three yeah. highlights this year? Um, you know, I'm actually sitting here and I'm almost feeling like a bit emotional because I've just done like you know how a matrix, how the matrix is, and my God, there's so much that's happened this year. Um, but I think for me, the first thing would be. Um, I'm literally going to put it on my CV is I'm going to put there a bullet point and then say, I got through 2016. Um, it's, it was a rough year. Um, a lot of work, um, a lot of ups and downs and also, um, a very climatic year. I felt, you know, it, it was crazy. Um, you know, one thing you're up there, then the next thing you rock bottom in bed and then you're up again. Um, so I think for me, just to get through the year has been amazing. Um, but besides that, a lot of, um, a lot has happened. Um, I think for me, my top three, um, Liz would obviously be, you know, the, being a part of, of, um, Fashion Lab. Um, Africa and obviously having the radio platform. Um, and then also it was my year of, of being endorsed, um, which I've said no to a lot of brands for years. And as you were saying earlier on the show, you know, these two just fell into my lap and I literally couldn't say no because I resonate so well with the brands. Um, and that's GHD South Africa and Smashbox South Africa. Um, and then I would say, my next a, a big thing and a really, you know, a project that was very close to my heart. We worked on it for five years. Um, and that was to do the, the special effects makeup for Alison, um, the movie. So it's an award winning film. Um, it was broadcast worldwide. Um, so yeah, I think those would be my top three for the year. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot more. I can't even think now. There's just so much going on in yeah. my head, but <laughs> no. my God, um, you know, it's just, and also I must just say, Liz, especially to you for, you know, those two o'clock in the morning phone calls, <laughs> we, we, we just talk <laughs> nonsense <laughs> for hours. And, um, you know, and also to, to my clients who are listening, um, you know who you are, you know, thank you for being an inspiration and keeping me going. And I think, you know, between the three of us, we really on the show, we do, keep each other going you know so yeah those would be my highlights wow um so now i will just give my highlights as well like i said it's it's i'm also my mind is racing and i don't even know if i have the capacity <laughs> to really my mind is know, racing like the you, wrong day you don't know time. what to say yes. because there's just so much yes. but i think for sure i'll just first of all say generally on a health note this has been my mm. my lowest year I think I've spent half the year in hospital. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even know that. I mean, except obviously when you guys know I'm not available and stuff. Well, I mean, so, you and me both, Liz, you know, we both had surgeries this year. So, but we got through, we got through. So for me, I think <laughs> the one thing I do, I do want to just be grateful for is life. And the fact that I can be lying in bed for six weeks or seven weeks straight and get up and run like a donkey. I mean, mm. like, I'm like, I'm like a soldier in like, I don't know, <laughs> like in the, in, in the Zion, Zion army. Mm. I don't know, but I'm just so grateful that I have energy. I have drive. I have consistency. I am high on life. I've got passion. I've got that zest. I am so on a whole different level. And I think that also what happens is when you're down for so long and sick, there's a new sort of energy that reignites everything in your body. You're like literally like flying. You yes. become literally. But anyway, I think for me, genuinely, I just want to be grateful for life and the fact that I'm still running and nothing put me down, like not even sickness. Mm -hmm. When we were sick, sick, mm -hmm. and then you finish and then you get up and then you keep going. And then obviously yes. for me, I also want to be... um uh, another achievement for this year for me, which is definitely on the top of my list, is uh, just being able to see Fashion Lab blossom um, 
a whole year of just blossoming. And like I said, I am not afraid of patience and time. I don't mind. I can wait. I'm not 22 anymore. So I'm very happy to wait on something and let it naturally just blossom and grow yes. into what it needs to become without rushing it. I'm very, I'm very mature. I'm very grown and I'm at a stage where I'm happy to do that. So I love the fact that we've had Mora contribute. We've had Edges contributions. We've had Komotso, who's also, uh, for those who are listening, Komotso is our, she's my assistant, but she helps a lot in a way that you don't even understand. And she's also really worked herself up. Uh, so many notches up. Mm, if you look mm. at what happened in January, what's happening right now, she runs our social media. She runs all the, ba- a lot of backend stuff, really. So we want to appreciate her as well. So for me, I think the second highlight is just to appreciate. Cause for me, I always say that if you have a plan and you're building and you don't have the right builders or you don't have the right tools or you don't have the right energy around you, you know, you, your building is in vain, right? So for me, my thing is, I just want to be grateful for the people around me. Mm. My husband is such a big, oh my God, he's just a blessing. So I don't talk about him much, but he knows, he knows and he understands. Um, getting us to the level where we wake up and decide we're going to New York and we run, uh, in like, I think a period of six weeks, we ran 30 interviews, proper interviews with mm. like creme de la creme of who we really wanted to connect with between the New York, Africa and, and, um, that just was amazing. Uh, in the new year, we're going to share something. I, I will not tell you today, but it's another highlight. I will not talk about it today, but we are on a whole new level, on a whole new platform in January. We've got uh, a TV platform and we're going to be doing fun things on that as well. So I think for me, my journey uh, generally of just being in good health, being in the right space uh, and having the right people when it comes to a support system is, is just like a whole new level thing. That's whole new level things. And the denim line, line de- um, Edgy, I really appreciate your, you know, when Edgy, when we connected and Edgy's like this, I said, you know what, before we do anything for any other designer or brand in the continent, why don't we start with, I want to collaborate with Edgy. Why don't we start on that level? See what happens to this and see where it goes. So for those who are interested in understanding more about my denim line, go to www.lizogumbo.com and that is where you will get the show down. Otherwise, I'm just grateful for life. I'm grateful for the fact that we have the right energy and I'm grateful that the best is yet to come. Um, I just want to now put that on pause and uh, roll over to Morag for our top 10 of 2060, hard top 10. Uh, what is it, Morag? What are you? Gosh, it's, we, we've, yeah, we've gone onto a whole other level now. Um, you know, I just want to, um, I'm not going to retell everyone, you know, what my favorite lipsticks of the year is or anything, but a very interesting um, find that I found um, was actually the top 10 most popular lipstick brands in the world um, of 2016. So I'm just going to quickly run through it. I thought it's just really interesting and it's completely not what you would expect. You know, I mean, there's obviously researchers like, you know, doing market research and that. So just the quick recap, um, number 10 is Guerlain. Um, and this brand has been around since 1828. And then we've got Nas at number nine, which is rated the most trusted lipstick brand in the world. Mm. Mac at number eight, strangely enough, considered to be luxurious and one of the best cosmetic brands in the world, known for its wide range of lipsticks on offer. Um, I know they've got about six different lipstick textures. And I mean, I literally have every single one. I don't know what, which makeup artist doesn't. Um, Number seven, we've got um, Sonia Kashuk, and it's a deluxe brand, um, and it actually has a cooling effect on the lips all year round. So your lips literally never get dry, which obviously stops, you know, the 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 chapping and that sort of thing while wearing lipstick. And then at number six, we've got um, Lancome, which was founded in 1964 and has actually always been known as the sign of eternal femininity. Um, and on the market today, it's one of the most famous brands in the world. Um, number five, we've got Estee Lauder, which obviously we all know was founded by Estee Lauder. Um, and it's really a brand that I think everyone knows. I don't know someone who doesn't know, oh, I need to get my Lauder, you know. Um, and it's also, um, it became famous for its lipstick, actually. Um, and then at number four, we've got Dior, which is one of my favorites. Um, and it's Obviously, Dior is a brand that's best known from the runway, but the makeup brand was actually founded in 1964, and they really meet the natural texture of the lips, which, you know, separates them from other brands. At number three, we've got Bobbi Brown, which is famous for being 
um, rich in vitamin E and C, the, the size of the lipstick bullet is very different to other lipsticks. So it's a little bit smaller. Um, and for a lipstick fanatic, I think you need to have a Bobbi Brown lipstick. Otherwise you, you're not, you don't know your lipsticks, you know? Um, and then number two, which I was very surprised is makeup forever. So, um, the founder, Danny Sands, who was actually once a painter and a sculptor, just suddenly decided to go into lipstick and now he's number two in the world. I mean, how it's just crazy how things work out. And actually, um, it's uh, with besides it being one of the most dominating brands in lipsticks, the all the lipsticks actually have a wet look, which ensures that your lips are always moisturized, even though it may be a matte texture. So they really, you know, they got that right. And then number one, Liz, I wonder if you can guess what it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to shock you. Don't shock me. It is. is no, 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 okay, no. What is it? Number one is Chanel. But- Okay, no, that's Chanel. Not shock. It's okay. Um, and Chanel has actually been for the past seven years the top selling lipstick in the world. Um, ah. yeah, crazy. Um, obviously the brand is famous for, um, the couture on the runways, but lipsticks are the, you know, the lipsticks are magnificent. Um, if you haven't tried a Chanel, you need to get one. It might, you know, burn a little hole in your pocket, but it's absolutely, I mean, you, you can feel when you're wearing a Chanel, you know, you're wearing a Chanel. Um, and also that brings me to the lipstick color. Um, of the year actually for 2016 um, and I am lucky enough to have a Chanel lipstick it was a gift from my mom um, two years ago and Gosh, I still have did not it expire. <laughs> you know what um, it it depends but for me it's it's more of a it's just something that I I don't use you know what I mean I've, it's there yeah it's there um, and that is, um, it's one of the handful shades, um, of Coco Chanel's signature part. And the color is called Chanel Rouge Allure. Um, it's an intense long wear lip color in the shade Pirate. And that's, it's a very beautiful engine red. Um, and yeah, I'll post yeah, I think I have this that link Chanel as well. Rouge yes. As well. It's um it's the most beautiful it's the the first lipstick color that they've kept it's like Chanel number no. 5 uh-huh. it's the original red um from the whole Chanel collection so it's really it's one of those things every woman should have um and then just other highlights you know um I will do a reshare on all my social media platforms um of the year there's just so many Liz you know once again I I can't even think of what my favorite was because there's so many trends and you know fashion fashion is a crazy world we you know Know, it once it's found something, it it carries on. You know, it keeps roaming, looking for the next best thing. So, I think it would be a little bit selfish of me to say there was a favorite, um, because there's just tomorrow it's another story. You know, tomorrow there's I've got a new favorite, or in an hour I've got a new favorite. So, yeah. Wow, thank you, Morak. Pleasure. Uh, and for the lip uh, <laughs> lip stars who love their lipsticks, I hope you're inspired. I must just show you um, this. I will post it, but can you see? Wow. Like, I have a Tupperware of lipsticks next we'll, to me. We'll take, a picture, we'll, take <laughs> yeah. a picture, we'll take a picture of that and tweet it just now. Um, now, for our, our listeners who are tuned in, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're on Fashion Lab AF. We are also on www.fashionlabafrica.com for more updates around what we are doing. Uh, as we were talking highlights, I just realized that me and my bae right here, Morag, <laughs> also came up with a concept called oh. Lipstick Skirt heels on wine uh, about three or four months ago oh, and yes. Uh, yes and what we do is we actually sat down and we thought we'll do it and we started doing and that's how you start your engine and then you uh, your engine and then you keep driving and you keep moving and so this is a beautiful simple cult concept uh, the website for that is lipstickskirtsheelswine.com mm. if you want to be a part of it if you want to contribute onto it whatever you want to do reach out to us let us know but it's a very fun simple concept we're not saving the world we're literally putting on heels and bring Bringing in the skirts, Catrice and Cosmetics bringing in the lipstick, and Morag bringing in her two cents on what mm. you should do and what you should not do. Le faux et le faux pas. C'est ça. There we go. So, guys, <laughs> have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas, um, holiday time. Uh, for those of you who don't know what you're doing yet, you know, you can just mm. go and just rest, whatever. Think about what you want to do next year and get on it as soon as you, it comes, uh, to clarity. Um, otherwise, take care of yourselves. Do not drink and drive. Please, please, Uber. please. And, and, please, and just be please. responsible. And please, I mean, drink your wine, drink everything. Yeah. Just don't drive. If you, if you lost your phone and you can't Uber, just walk. 
Don't don't even get in your car. <laughs> Guys, be cool. It's lots of love from lots us. Lots and lots of love. And happy yeah. happy holidays. Uh, Happy to holidays, you. guys. Yes, from the Fashion Lab team. And uh, we look forward to reconnecting again uh, next year. Take care. Peace. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.